<coughs> Welcome to Thoughts Off the Stem. I'm Justin Baroni, <laughs> and today we've been drinking a little on our own. Why not? Fuck it. <laughs> All right. So today in the bong, we're smoking a little bit of uh, this stuff. David Banner, Bruce Banner. I don't fucking know. <laughs> um, I think it's called uh, Bruce Banner. And it was my neighbor's grow, and he decided, hey, man, check this shit out. So I figured, fuck it, I'm going to check this shit out. So I did. And he gave me a jar full of uh, nice smoky weed to test out. And uh, I've tried it before. I think I talked about it on one of the other episodes. It's it's pretty solid, man. Um, yeah, so we got that in the bong. And we've got a mix of um, the Bruce Banner and... Oh, fuck, what's in the joint with our glass tips um, is uh, Jamaican. Now, I do not know what the percentage is of the Bruce Banner. I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> exactly what the Jamaican was because both of them were kind of gifted to me. Were gifted to me. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we're smoking on those and... Um, we're trying it out. So we're trying out essentially some homegrown today. And uh, we're going to see what that does for us. I know that the Jamaican is a sativa. I believe that it's around 24%, but I could be wrong. Uh, THC. The Bruce Banner, I have no fucking clue. Up until this point, I've been watching podcasts <laughs> and, uh, and drinking some... What did I have? I had a shot of... Uh, Let's see here. I had a nice big shot, a nice shot and a half probably, of uh, tequila because I love my tequila. And I've been drinking a little bit of um, some scotch as well. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> it's in the fridge and I'm not getting up to get it right now because I am feeling pretty good right now. <laughs> this episode, or sesh-isode I should say. Let's see, what are we talking about? We're talking about the fact that I'm on my Big Lebowski again because it's fucking freezing in this garage. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so I'm wearing my nice blue thing. <laughs> my nice blue um, and warm. It's fucking warm. <sighs> Look at that. You can see, if you're watching this, <sighs> you can see my breath right now. That's how cold it is in the garage. I had the heater going for a bit, um, but uh, unfortunately... There are very few outlets in here, so I couldn't keep it going forever. And also, it would probably fuck up the audio a little bit on this. So, um, yeah, I had to put that away. But I'm on... What am I wearing? A house coat. That's what it's called. <laughs> Welcome to the sesh. I hope you're enjoying... Uh, I hope you're enjoying your week. I hope you had a good week. Thank you for joining me, Justin Baroni, on Friday at, 4, at 420 um, to start off your weekend right. Or whatever day you're watching it. It doesn't really matter as long as it's, you know, the time that you're smoking some weed. You don't really have to smoke weed either. I think that, uh, I think, again, I'm on this side of this. I'm not on that side of this. So basically what I'm saying is I'm pretty sure that uh, even if you don't smeak, smoke sneak smoke 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 if you don't smoke weed you could probably you could probably enjoy this podcast I would think um, but yeah I got a, I got a few things on my mind and we'll see if I could get them straight after having a few drinks so 
Cheers to Friday. I hope you had a good week. Uh, I'm pretty sure I already said that, but I'm going to say it again. I hope you had a good week. I hope you have a good weekend. And again, thank you for joining me, Justin Baroni, on your Friday to start off your weekend. So that was a big, <laughs> oh, excuse me, cheers to you. And let's, let's give you guys a clap, because thank you for coming back every fucking Friday to listen to this. I can't believe that people do. I'm going to spark the joint right away, because quite honestly, that bong hit was the first bit of weed I smoked today. Which is actually pretty impressive for me, because generally about noon, <laughs> I, I feel like it's time to smoke some weed. And uh, I didn't do that today. I fully held up. I'm not sure why. Probably because in the middle of all, you know, of what's going on, my daughters are home with me. And so they're here during school hours and they're home and they have to do school online. So I was helping my youngest daughter work through some of her uh, some of her court, uh, some of her tests that she had to do. So I've been doing that and I haven't uh, had a chance to smoke. So cheers. I hope you're enjoying uh, I hope you're enjoying your life, man. I hope you're having a good time and here we go. So as you can see, I'm repeating myself a lot. Like I said, I've already had a few drinks, so I'm uh, I'm pretty well into this. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty good, and I hope you're feeling good. I hope you catch up. I hope about halfway through this episode, you're like, dude, I can't, you know, I'm done. Not really. I hope you listen to the end. I'm just fucking around. But I've got a couple things on my mind this week. So, okay. So the first thing is, is that I was watching, and I'm not a big fan of this shit, but like, I was watching Impulsive. <laughs> and to, and I was watching the Takashi 69 episode and like I'm a big devil's advocate. I like to sit down and sort of like see the middle ground of everything and I'm not again, not a big fan of this dude. The snitching thing kind of throws me off a little bit, but after listening to him explain himself, I kind of get it. I kind of get where he's coming from. I don't necessarily agree with it, <laughs> but I kind of get it. Like yeah, so that's one thing that I want to say. I, I, it's it's amazing to me how sometimes you can. Oh, how do you put this? Like it's uh, it's amazing to me how sometimes you can see shit in one way without really. Well, I guess it's ignorance, right? Because like you can see shit one way based on whatever it is that you're fed by the media, and you can you could go down the rabbit hole of why that thing is good or bad. It doesn't matter. Um, and you can definitely form an opinion from it, right? But once you hear from the actual individual or the, uh, the, the, uh, person or whatever that's happened, once you hear from like the original source, I guess, um, it's surprising to me how much, how you can relate to that person. It's surprising in the fact that, um, well, Takeshi 69 is a fucking snitch. Like, that's the consensus across the fucking, as far as I could tell, right? But when you actually listen to him explain his mentality and his thought process and his logic through the whole situation, I feel like if you have an open mind, <laughs> you might be able to understand where this dude is coming from. I'm not going out to buy an album, and I'm definitely not going to help him reach the top of the charts or any of that shit, but I can kind of see where he came from. And what his mentality was. Because in no way have I been in any kind of position that he's been in. But I've always thought to myself, 
Like, hey, dude, guess what? If you went down for a crime, you wouldn't say shit. But then again, thinking about it and hearing all of the options, I guess, that you have or lack of options that you have, there's a good chance I might. I don't know. I mean, if he's my, if, I don't know, dude. It's something that, like, again, like I said, it's fucking surprising to me. Like, I don't, I don't totally understand how somebody can willingly do some, do the shit that he did and be like, oh, I'm going to rat you all out. I don't totally get that because a part of me is like, Hey man, you chose to do that. Like you chose to get in that car. You chose to fire that gun. You chose to rob those people. You chose to shoot that guy. You chose to do whatever it was because you always have a choice, right? Like you always, you always have a choice. You could be like, no, the worst that you're going to get in most scenarios, I think, or at least with like most people, the majority of people is that people are going to start calling you fucking names and telling you that you're not worth shit, that you're, you know, as, as you put it in like old Western terms, you're yellow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's the worst that's going to happen. Now, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But in the scenarios that I've been in, and I don't shy away from shit. Like, if I do something, I generally own it. I'm generally like, yep, I did that, and here's why I did that. And you don't have to agree with me, but I have a reason. I have a logical explanation as to why those, event, those events unfolded the way that they unfolded. And to listen to him after I got past the first fucking half hour of him being like, 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 like this, like that, like whatever. But <laughs> once I got past that part of it, you, he was able to articulate himself enough to be like, yeah, no, you know what? I totally kind of see, I kind of see how you could be put in a position where you'd have to look at things a little bit differently because you're not the only one necessarily in a dire straits situation where it's life and death or you're stuck in this position and other people aren't. So I could kind of understand what the fuck is going on. But at the same time, the fucking man in me is like, you don't fucking snitch, dude. It doesn't matter what the fucking deal is. You don't say a goddamn fucking word, you know? But again, that's like an idealistic way of looking at shit like that, you know? And uh, I try to be... As like I said, I'm, I try to play devil's advocate for the most part. So I can see the middle ground. I can see where you would go one way or the other. I can understand it. I don't, again, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I've never been put in that position. So realistically, if you haven't been put in that position, and I bet you a lot of people that have been put in that position will tell you the same thing. I wish I had done things slightly differently. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you're facing 47 fucking years, or like a life term, is there not at some point where you would think to yourself, oh, fuck, I don't want to do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, so I can kind of see where he's coming from. So I've been watching a lot of podcasts. I've been watching a lot of that shit. Um... And it sort of made me realize that, like, it's funny how just a discussion with somebody can sort of turn your view on their mentality and who they are based on what you've been told already. You know what I mean? And it made me think, like, back when I was younger, 
I never really took anybody's opinion on anybody else, right? So I, if like, okay, if, if I hate to go back to high school all the time because I'm fucking 40 and it makes me, <laughs> it makes me look like I'm dreaming of being back in high school. I don't, I'm, I'm perfectly happy being an adult and out of school and shit, but that's where a lot of like clicks and shit happen, right? So what I'm saying is I've had a, I had a few people because when I was in high school, I was always the floater. I was the guy that was like, or a group, at least one of the guys or people that were um, able to like go from group to group to group. Like everybody, I got along with everyone. I never really had any problems except with like maybe individual people away from the group. And even if like it spilled into the group shit, the group generally was like, keep that shit out of here. You know what I'm saying? So like I was the floater. I was kind of, I guess like the, yeah, I was the odd card. I was the wild card. I could kind of go where I pleased and, and, and talk to whoever I wanted to talk to. I never really had like an alliance like that. I had people that I, you know, would care that I cared about, but I kind of cared about everybody. Anyway, that's not the point. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So <coughs> the, what I'm saying is I can understand that kind of mentality when you're in high school and, or no, sorry. When I was in high school, fuck, I'm, I'm a little drunk and a little high already. So I hope you're a little drunk and a little high already starting off your weekend nice and in a good space. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what I'm saying is in high school, I was the opposite of kind of how I am now. So if somebody approached me, me, like if I read a newspaper article or if some, if a friend of mine approached me about another friend or this or that, I was never like, oh yeah, well fuck you, or I'm going to take this problem head on, or I'm going to pick a side. I was never that guy. I was always the guy that was like, well, look, I had nothing to do with that. So whatever your problem is with that person, that's your problem. You need to deal with that. Not fucking me. I'm okay with you. And if you want to be pissed off at me because that person did some shit to you, whatever, that's your fucking problem. Again, if that, if that ends our relationship in any way, cool, I'm out, that's fine, because that tells me a lot about you, right? Whereas now, as I get older, I'm starting to realize, or I, I've started to think in a way where, like, I feel like, I feel like I'm not very easily manipulated, but <laughs> I've started to realize that as I get older, I'm more easily manipulated. Is that like a part of psychology that I don't quite understand? Like, does that happen to everyone? Or do you go the opposite way and do you get caught with like, or do you, or do you go from being into that shit to getting out of that shit? Or is it something where you're in that kind of environment? So you get tired of it. You know what I mean? Like you get tired of shit all the time, right? And you want to move on from it. So I want, I, it just made me think about that. That's what I'm saying. It made me think about the mentality of most people and, and how easily you can get pulled in to one stream of thought. Now, maybe it's more prevalent because of the situation that we're in right now. I don't know, but I realized that it's something that I got, I'm getting pulled into that I need to pay attention to. Because I would much rather prefer being the middle ground guy. I have my own opinions and shit, for sure. But 
it doesn't mean that I have to take a side, you know, like I'll take a side on physical violence. For sure. I'll take a side on that because if you're infringing on people and just bullying to be a bully, I, mm -mm, I'm the first, I'm one of the first people that will stand up all I, as long as I can remember, I was always the guy that was like, if you want to fight him, you got to fight me. And I could be friends with both the dudes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it doesn't make sense to me. Like here, I'll tell you two stories. Okay. So there was this one, one time. Okay. I was sitting. Okay. So I went to private school. So white privilege, whatever. But the point was, was that I did not necessarily enjoy, like being there, not enjoy, but I, there were good times. But I didn't like being there and I didn't want to get caught up in the hoity-toity attitude of what I perceived to be these rich kids, right? So one day I was sitting, I was in grade 12 and I was sitting at like, okay, in our, we had a dining hall. <laughs> it sounds so corny when I say it out loud, but we had a dining hall, okay? And in this dining hall, there was a mitt, like a, a, a like a flat area, an area where it was even. And then all of a sudden there was a stage. Oh, Jesus Christ, Justin, there was a dining room. And then there was a stage at the end of the fucking dining room. Okay. So I chose one day because I thought it would be cool for my, a buddy of mine and I to sit up on the stage overlooking everybody because I thought it's kind of a neat perspective. And also it might be awesome, you know? So I, we sat up there and we were eating lunch. He leaves. And this girl that I know comes up to me and she ba and she sits down across from me and she goes all like gangstery. She puts her arms on the tables and she looks over at me and she goes, hey, I heard that a couple of your friends, this is not lit. <sighs> she didn't smoke a joint. There was no pause in what she said, but she goes, I heard that a couple of your friends are thinking about coming into my room tonight. Cause okay, so in high school, I private school, we had to live at the high school for the last year because they said that it would prepare us for college. That's a whole different story because that did in no way <laughs> prepare us for being away from home with no guidance, okay? Different story altogether, but that was the goal. So. We all had to live. We had two boys dorms and we had two girls dorms. Okay. So she comes up to me and she says, Hey, I heard that two of your friends or a couple of your friends in such and such house. I don't remember the name. She's like, they're going to, they're going to come and flip me. You flipping was that what you would do is you would sneak into the other person's room. And while they were sleeping, you would generally, it's a couple of you, you would cleat, you would sneak in. And you would grab the edge of the bed and you would flip that motherfucker over with them in it. Okay. And it was a rude ass awakening because what was under that bed was a giant wood box. <laughs> okay. So she comes up to me and says, Hey, I heard that you or that a couple of your friends were going to come in and flip me tonight. You better tell them that's a bad fucking idea or our friendship is on the line. What? <laughs> I looked at her. I was like, hey, I just want you to know something about me, okay? <laughs>
whatever beef you have with somebody else, and if I know them, they're my friend, whatever, that's your beef. That's not my beef. I don't get into that beef. So if you have an issue with them, you go, oh, my joint just popped out. You go talk to them. You don't talk to me. You tell them, hey, I know what the fuck you're going to do. <laughs> and I'm going to flip you. So don't fucking come into my room tonight thinking that you're going to flip my mattress and I'm going to wake up with a fucking headache and a mouthful of wood. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. <laughs> so, <coughs> you know, I, that's what I was like. I said, so do that. So she's like, look, I just want you to know. I'll talk to them. I'll let them know. But if they still do it, you got problems. I was like, lady, <laughs> what problems do you think I have? Do you think you're going to sneak into my dorm and flip me? I'm 245 pounds. <laughs> you ain't flipping me. <laughs> Number one. Number two, you're not sneaking into my dorm without me knowing. I will find out because I'm friends with everybody in this school. <laughs> okay? So it, this whole like Takeshi69 fucking talk. Made me think like, yeah, I never played that shit. And I, and I really, really believed in the don't fuck with me kind of shit, right? But there are some times where you have to take the fuck with me. <laughs> because you don't want to burn the bridge or whatever. But yeah, so she, I don't know, effectively tried to mafia my ass <laughs> into being like, okay, I'll tell them not to do it. I'm not that dude, man. <laughs> I'm all for equal rights. You got a fucking problem, you deal with it. I'm not dealing with it. I'll give you advice. I'll talk to them and be like, ha, you're stupid. <laughs> but I'm not telling them not to do a goddamn thing. Just like I'm not telling you not to do a goddamn thing. You know what I'm saying? So that was one instance where <coughs> I guess it made me like, it made me think like, I'm not like that now. I'm more... I'm more gullible, I guess. <laughs> you know? Like, I need to get back to not being so fucking gullible about shit. I've, I've definitely... I've definitely let a few of the ideals of the media pop into my head recently. And that sort of highlighted the whole idea. Like here, okay, here's another, here's another fucking example. I had two buddies, okay? Both of them friends of mine. Both, I've been on trips with both of them, hung out with both of them individually at parties, whatever. Okay, so one night, they're at a party and they're fighting. So the one guy, neither of them look like people that could like actually fight. Okay, just to put it this, private school, these two, and you know what they got into a fight over? <laughs> Dude, they got into a fight over fucking political science class about how one dude had interrupted the other dude or some shit like that. Okay, <laughs> like, who gets into a fight about that shit? Whatever. Anyway, so they're ready. They're squaring off. And I come into the backyard carrying my mics hards like a lovely lady, <laughs> you know? And uh, so I put the, I put my mics hards down because I wasn't into beer at that point. It had to be fruity, sugary, and tasty for me to drink it at this point. 
So anyway, so I said, I, I put my beer on the fucking uh, barbecue that's sort of in between the two of them. I'm like, boys, what's going on? And uh, the one guy's like, I'm going to fuck this guy up. This guy, uh, I'm not going to use names. But the one hoity-toitier guy, okay, who you didn't think could fight a, a fly, let alone a dude, you know? You're, he's jawing. Like, I've never seen this guy like this. He's yelling and squawking at the other dude, telling him, like, I'm going to fuck you up and all this shit. And I'm like, whoa, this is not normal, you know? And then the other guy who... Sure, was a little bit tougher. Like, I played football with him, so he was a little bit tougher. But he was—he still wasn't anybody that you'd be real worried about. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm talking this like I'm outside of any of this shit. I'm not. I was at the same fucking private school, dude. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, so these two preppies <laughs> are decided, like, okay, I'm going to fucking go at it, right? So... The one guy who is not as hoity-toity says, looks at me. I go, hey, man, what's the deal? Like, what the fuck's going on here? And he's like, look, I don't want to fight this guy, but, like, I'm in a real bad mood. I've got some bad shit going on in my life, and, like, I, I will smash him. And I looked at the guy in his eyes, and his eyes said to me, I'm going to fuck this dude up. <laughs> and I looked at the other dude, and I talked to him for a second. I was like, why do you want to do this? And he looked at me and he was like, because this motherfucker can't be talking to me like that. It was a source of pride for Captain more hoity-toity, okay, than it was for Captain less hoity-toity. So I thought like, all right, worst case scenario, less hoity-toity is going to fuck up, <laughs> like real bad fuck up, <clears throat> like more hoity-toity, okay? So, dude... As I'm thinking this, and I'm like, which side, wh what do I do here? Like, because I don't like to see a fight between my friends. You know, I want to break it up too, right? So, as I'm thinking this, fucking less hoity-toity has a beer bottle in his hand, and he slams it on the barbecue and shatters the motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, well, that solves that fucking who do I, who do I stop from getting into a fight today? So, I turn, and I look at more hoity-toity, and I go, hey, man. You probably don't want to pick this fight right now. Like, this guy is ready. Like, ready to go. The only thing that I've seen you do is run. I've never seen you try to hit anything, punch anything. I've never even seen you get mad before. <laughs> okay? And this dude's like, fuck you, man. I'm going to fight him. And then another friend who was more, who is like a, the best friend of Mr. Hoity Toity. Okay? He, he, <coughs> excuse me. He comes in and he's like, hey, dude, you got to let this happen. And I looked at him and I'm like, look, man, if I let this happen, that guy's going to get smashed. That dude just broke a beer bottle with his hand. So, like, if you're his friend, help that motherfucker out. You know what I'm saying? And, like, get him to stop. This dude looked at me and was like, I'll fight you. And I was like, no, you won't. <laughs> I was like, you won't fight me. Not even kind of. Okay? So... He looked at me and I was like, dude, I will seriously square off of both of you right now. If And I'm nothing special. I'm at the same fucking private school. <laughs> Sorry, I'm spitting. I'm really into this story right now. So <laughs> I hope you are too. So I'm in this guy, this little guy's face. And he's like, I'm going to try and fuck you up. And I'm like, no, you're not. I'll wrap you up like a pretzel. And then I'll go and I'll punch that dude in the face. And everything will be over and you'll all hate me forever. forever you know? So this dude finally, as we're jawing at each other. And again... All preppies. Just keep that in mind. 
all preppies, okay? I don't think any of us had been in a real fight. I'd been in a couple because I didn't go to private school my whole life. And right before private school, my dad put me in a boxing camp literally for two weeks. It doesn't really mean shit, but it did teach me that I do know how to fight. I was a concert security guard. I was a football player. I'm not saying I was anything special. I'm not saying I could take on anybody. What I'm saying is it gave me a sense of self, okay? And in situations like this, I found that it came upon me to get in the middle of it so nobody got hurt. Because generally, I think there was very few times where I actually had to physically punch somebody. I've been punched in the face too. But when I punched, when, the time that I punched somebody was when they were trying to punch me. Okay, these two dudes were fighting over fucking political science, dude, who fights over a subject? <laughs> anyway, so I told these two dudes, look, if you really want to fight, I'll fight both of you at the same time right now. Okay, and keep in mind, I'm at this point, 245 pounds, playing football on a regular basis, pushing around guys that are way bigger than me. On, on most in most cases hitting guys that are way bigger than me I'm playing basketball I just come off boxing camp if you you're listening to this you don't see the air quotes that I'm doing <laughs> but yeah so I thought I was some shit I could handle myself and I can handle myself I know that I know I would also get my ass whooped if I melt off to the wrong motherfucker so I don't melt off to the wrong motherfucker <laughs> okay so these two dudes decide we're going to fight you. Well, I looked at them and they decided not to fight me. Okay. So I turn around and I take the other guy, less hoity-toity, and I say, let's go to the front of the house. We'll separate the two of you and we'll calm everybody the fuck down. And then we'll all party and have a good time. So I take that dude to the front. Everything calms down. He thanks me because he wanted to really fight that dude and like stab him with the bottle that he broke. And I thought, man, that's a really good thing that we're out here then. <laughs> okay. So yay for that. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. So that like the next. Okay. So Monday comes around and I run into, in the dining hall again, in the dining hall, I run, <laughs> run into more hoity-toity. <coughs> and this motherfucker says, hey, Justin. I go, yeah? He goes, come here for a sec. So I come over the table that he's sitting and eating his salad at. I don't know why that's important, but it is. And I say to the, I, I go, what's up, man? How's it going? Like, how you feel? He goes, hey, I just want to tell you, I don't like you. Like, All right. Like, what do you say to that? Okay, fuck you too, you know? I didn't say fuck you. I was caught off guard. So I was like, okay. <laughs> and uh, he goes, I lost a lot of respect for you on Saturday. I was like, Why? <laughs> he goes, well, because you protected less hoity-toity. I said, dude, you got it wrong. I protected you. <laughs> like... You two are friends, like we're all friends, and you want to fight because you had too many drinks about some stupid shit said in political science. <laughs> Do I need to remind everyone? This is what rich white kids fight about, <laughs> okay? Political science. You wonder why there's so many of them <laughs> in, in, the, in the fucking, in the government, okay? It's because they will live and die on that shit. 
like a dude like George Masvidal will fight on the fact that he is the best fighter. These dudes fight on the fact that they had the best point in poli sci, motherfucker. <laughs> That's a whole different level of crazy, alright? <laughs> Dude, I don't even know what to say to that. Like, that's ridiculous. So back in the day, you know, I was I was all about the middle ground, is what I'm saying. I can't believe I fucking brought that back to this. It was all... <laughs> <coughs> It was all about the middle ground, okay? And now I find myself leaning one way or the other. But realistically, my values are pretty much this. Like, don't harm other people. Treat everybody like you'd, be you'd like to be treated. And protect your family. Like, those are the three main fucking things, right? I mean, I think they are. Are they? I don't know. <laughs> But that's what I think those three main things are. So, like, as soon as you start to sway one way or the other, you're kind of, like, doing yourself a disservice. Because you're, at that point, if you pick, if you legitimately declare that you pick one side of this whole argument, of any kind of argument, political or otherwise, You've almost limited your, you've, you've annihilated your ability to learn anything, man. Because that just means that you're married to whatever your idea is. You can have your morals and things like that. And there are things that are, there are certain instances, circumstances, and whatever that are definitely against the things that you think. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, as soon as you start to go from, oh, I can see your point to fuck your point. You know what I mean? Like that's when you've you're you're lost. You're gone. You you know? And that's kind of what I realized when I was watching this whole Takeshi 69 fucking impulsive episode was that I had a clear-cut opinion of this kid. Okay? And I can it fucks me up that I can legitimate I'm 40. It fucks me up that I can legitimately say this guy's a kid. He's what? 28 years old or some shit. So when I watched, when I watched that, I had a total, I had one view of him, right? Which was whatever was marketed to me. And I got sucked into that view. And I'm not, again, I'm still not saying that I like the guy. And I'm still not saying that um, I like his music and what he does and what he stands for. But I can sort of understand some of the, the logic and the thought process behind who he is and why he does what he does. And that in itself is a fucking learning experience. So it's kind of funny to me that nowadays we're so cut and dry on shit. Nobody really looks into the like the background of anything. Everybody just kind of takes everything for face value and is like, yep, that's it. You know, I shouldn't say everybody. I know that's not a fair statement. But I would say the majority that are vocal about it, the majority that are the most like prevalent you know, in terms of media anyway, those are the guys that are getting, those are the guys that are getting kind of heard. I, I don't even know if they're getting heard, but anyway, the, those are the, those are the, those influences are the things that sway you, sway you one way or another. And as a, as a younger person, I believe that I was less 
capable of being swayed. Like you had to make a real good fucking argument to sway me. Whereas now it's almost like I've taken that middle ground and been like, okay, you can sway me a little easier. You know what I mean? Like you can, you can do less to get me to think right or not right, but the way that you think, you know, and that whole interview fucking sideswiped me on the idea that that was happening. So I have some fucking reflecting to do is what I'm saying. Because, damn it. <laughs> oh, I just dropped my vape. And if you were watching that, it just right through the legs down to the floor. One sec while I retrieve it. <laughs> Dude. Wipe that shit off. <laughs> See, this is why I did the podcast, why I started the podcast, was so that you can really expect what was going on. It's it's an entertainment, you know, that's another thing, okay, so I found myself, I always like to get, like, good criticism, I like to get good feedback, I mean, I don't care, you could tell me you hate my shit, that's fine, go ahead, um, but... I've always been the type of person to do what I do, you know, I've kind of, I, I've kind of worked it within a certain parameter at this point, but, or up till this point, but, uh, now I'm kind of unleashing that parameter a little bit. I don't know if that makes sense. Maybe it's cause I dropped the vape. I got sidetracked. I'm trying to catch my way up, but what I'm saying is I think that everybody kind of needs to live life by their own parameters in terms of do what you're going to do. Don't take into account what other people are saying or take into account what people are saying. If it actually helps you don't take into account what people say just because they have a certain opinion, because lately I've been asking a lot about this, this podcast on like social media with people that I know that listen to it in real life and things like that. And my family, because they know that I do it now. So I always like good input. And my parents are a good source of input. Because they're fucking straight up. They won't tell you not to do something. If it's not a good idea. Right? So one of the things that I've come across. And this has not been from my parents. I don't know why I brought that up. But whatever. <laughs> one of the things that I've come across. Is that on Twitter. There's a lot of ways to get good help. Not just see the negativity that everybody talks about. And I'm always in search of the good help. I will help other people out. Uh, I'll give you my straight opinion, things like that. So I found on Twitter this week where this one person who I don't know for anything, but that's kind of like the best way to get honest feedback, right? So this one person that I don't know for anything, I don't even remember his name and I apologize. I should have written it down or something for this episode because I, I liked what he did. So he asked if there was anybody that had a podcast and he would tell them one thing good that they're doing and one thing that they can improve on. Right? So I said, well, here's my podcast. Tell me, let me know what you think. And one of the things like the thing that he came back with two things that he came back with were the, the fact that I put one out every week, every, every week. And I've been pretty, uh, I've been pretty consistent with that. I think I missed a day or two maybe, but I've definitely done one almost every week for the past year and a bit. And so he was, saying, so, <coughs> so he was saying, you know, that's good. 
but he wasn't really sure what it was all like who it was for he's like is it a comedy or is it you know uh let me teach you about weed it's both man it's a smoke sesh <laughs> that's the whole point of this is I don't know what happens in your smoke sesh, but I'll tell you what happens in my smoke seshes with my buddies and the people that I smoke with. We generally have a discussion about the weed that we're smoking. We talk about, I don't know, somebody will talk about whatever they're, they want to talk like politics, whatever, something about weed. And, and there's generally a trail of weed discussion. And then it turns into a spurt of random discussion. And then it, and then it comes back to, okay, let's just tell some ridiculous stories and make each other laugh. So that's what this fucking is, man. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to incorporate both. I want to make you laugh with some, with some stories. And if you're new to weed, or even if you're not new to weed, I want to maybe give you some weed facts that may or may not be true. <laughs> okay? You have to look them up. But I put them out there for you to look up so that you can verify them if you really want to. I'm hoping that at some point I'll get to a point where I can have, you know, some good solid guests on. We're not there yet, but we'll get there. That's what I'm saying. This is a smoke sesh. I want it to be that vibe. The other complaint that I've heard is music. It's lacking something to music. Here's the thing, people. <laughs> okay. It's not that I don't want to do that because I think that's a great fucking idea. I think some background music would really fucking pull this whole thing together. I am worried about copyright, okay? I cannot afford <laughs> to do anything. I can't buy some music is what I'm saying, all right? And if I put it on one thing, one, like if I put it on YouTube, it doesn't necessarily show up on Anchor or the other spot, the other podcast. So it's not something that I'm worried about at this point. If this starts to make me some money, if it starts to bring in some coin, then I'll put some back in it, into it to, you know, do that. That's actually one of the first things on my list is doing that. But that's my, that's what I'm trying to say is that where the fuck was I going with that? Holy shit. I just said, I hope you're enjoying the sesh. <laughs> I hope you're uh, having a good Friday. I hope you're still here. I hope you haven't just turned it off and cheers. Have a good weekend. Oh man, dude, that was a good shot. Okay. Yeah. So what I'm saying is I want this to be a smoke sesh. I just want you to come hang out. If you need a sesh buddy, if you're, you know, nobody else wants to smoke with you and you want to smoke and just talk about some random shit. You got me, man. That's all I'm saying. Just make it a smoke sesh, make it a good time. Maybe give out a little, a few facts here and there. And you know, do what you do. Fucking have a good time. That's what I'm all about. Oh! <laughs> the ganja gong, baby. You know what that means? It's actually time for some fucking weed hacks. <laughs> I should do, you know what I should do? Is I should get, like I should, not even get. I should try and find a, figure out a way, figure out how. Not a way. Figure out how to do weed hacks as like a little thing. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think that'd be good. What do you think? Let me know in the comments. Let me know about all this stuff in the comments. What do you think? Answer some of the questions that I ask randomly on this thing, man. Leave me a comment. Let me know what you think. I really need to know. And also, if you're listening to this, don't forget to uh, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Follow um, 
or I guess it's subscribe if you're on the uh, if you're listening to the audio too. Um, yeah, share it, like it, leave me comments, give me a rating, tell me what I'm doing good, tell me what's bad, dude. I've, trust me, you're not gonna offend me. <laughs> I've heard and said way worse than you can. <laughs> okay, I promise you that. But anyway, it's ganja gong time. That means it's time for some weed facts. So this is the part of the podcast that we discuss some weed facts if you're new to it. And what we're going to do is we're going to talk about weed facts from Riv... I already fucked it up. (laughs) Review... Review Lucian. Um, Marijuana Statistics Canada. So we're going to do some Canadian weed facts this this week. Uh, Because I'm in Canada, I'm in Guelph, I'm in Ontario. And if you enjoy it and you're local, dude, hit me up. You can also email me at thoughtsoffthestem.com, thoughtsoffthestempodcast at gmail.com. So, weed fact number one. In 2019, residents of Nova Scotia had the highest cannabis use ratings in the past three months. So, the past three months was from the time they did the study at whatever time in 2019. That's pretty fucking crazy. Nova Scotia, big up to Nova Scotia. Way to go. Way to be the leader in cannabis use. In 2019 I wonder if it's still like that I couldn't find anything more recent but so here's the next so here's how it plays out across Canada so like I said um, Nova Scotia is the first is number one in 27% use Newfoundland and Labrador is 20 is uh, sorry fuck (laughs) Nova Scotia is number one with 27% use Newfoundland and Labrador is Second with 21%, New Brunswick 20%, Alberta 19%, and British Columbia 19%. Quebec residents are 11.8%. Why the fuck don't you have Ontario in there? I'm in Ontario, and I can tell you we smoke a lot of fucking weed. <laughs> but whatever. So those are the those are the top uh, provinces that smoke weed smoked weed prior previous to the three months of when they did this study in 2020 weed fact number two in 2020 the legal canadian cannabis market made around seven billion in sales in 20 fucking 20 dude the legal canadian cannabis market that means all the legitimate places made about seven billion dollars in sales and we have a deficit are you fucking kidding me Okay, everybody's got a deficit, I know, but I'm saying weed might be the answer. (laughs) Okay, now the reason what's even okay, so even more fucking shocking is the fact that up to 50% of the users in Canada purchase their cannabis from illegal dealers. It's a 50 50 split. So the whole oh, if we legalize it, it's sure it's cut into their profits, but it's still 50 50 as of 2020. That's impressive, man. And I can kind of understand it because let's be honest, dispensary prices are a little bit higher. The weed is essentially the same that you get allegedly from, <laughs> from you know, the black market and whatever. But 50-50 seems actually pretty, uh, pretty solid. And the funny thing is, is that if you talk to like black market guys, 
they're worried about their profits being cut in half. Dude, the legal market made $7 billion in sales. If they made $7 billion in sales and you didn't make enough to get by, that's on you. <laughs> okay, because you're at 50-50. You've got half of the market, man. <laughs> Just saying. It's kind, of, it's kind of incredible. See, and there was a point where I would have... I would have looked at that and been like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. I would have never looked at, like, the middle of the road of that. I would have been like, oh, yeah, they're definitely taking, cutting into the illegal market. And sure, they're, they're cutting into it, but the problem is the illegal market is always going to be cheaper. Always. There's not as much shit in the way. But... The fucking, the mark, the, um, the legal market has the upside that they have variety and they always have, there's no calling your, 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 like, you know, their hours, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no like, Hey man, Hey, 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 Hey Steve, Hey Tim, Hey Bob, whatever your fucking dealer's name is, you know, what time can you be here? Uh, not till tomorrow, dude, at like five. You know, there's none of that. We can just, we go to get weed just like you go to get to the corner store. It's the same fucking shit. You know, like Tim Hortons. Okay, so Tim Hortons is on every fucking corner. Guess what else is on every fucking corner in Canada? Weed. <laughs> okay. So yeah, you can, you can walk in, get a pre-roll. Your dealer most likely doesn't have a pre-roll. At least not in Canada. They're selling you bags. You got to do the work. Fuck that shit. <laughs> and I hate to tell you this, but pre-rolls is all the stuff that they dusted off the table and put in a sack and then decided to roll later. It's not bud. It's the fucking clippings and the shake and all that shit. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying that it smokes different. And if you're a real smoker, you know. If you're new to it, you'll be like, oh, this is a little bit harsh. This is that. If you get a bud... And then you try your pre-roll. I guarantee you, you will notice a difference in the fucking pre-roll. Okay? That's all I'm saying. But both sides have their fucking benefits right now. It'll take a while to weed it all out. Now, one thing I like to do. Again, going along with the whole idea that I want to make this a complete smoke sesh. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, man. Yeah, fuck. Oh. Is that I like to maybe give you some facts that you did not know. So, dude, for real, you want to know some shit about the world that you thought was not true but is true? Got you. <laughs> so, these dude for real facts are from thetravelintern.com. Fun facts about the world. That's it. You can find these facts, these dude for real facts, on 420. Or, Jesus Christ, I already fucked it up. <laughs> Every time, man. You can, you, can, you can find these dude for real facts on tots420.com under dude for real in the menu. And the first fact, again, from the traveling intern, is there are only two countries in the world where Coca-Cola does not exist. I fucking thought Coca was 
everywhere. <laughs> it's not. And guess where those two places are? I'm telling you, you will probably guess them. Because, <laughs> like, it makes a lot of sense. So the, the two countries that are being in these two countries that, are, that do not sell Coke have been in the long-term U.S. trade embargoes. North Korea is number one since 1950, and Cuba since 1962. So the two places on the planet you cannot get Coca-Cola are North Korea and Cuba. Makes sense, right? Just saying. I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just saying. Okay? <laughs> Dude, for real fact number two. The, the Sudan has the most pyramids in the world. Not Egypt. I didn't fucking know that. Did you know that? No. So apparently, in Nubia, or Nubia, a region in the Sudan, yeah, Nubia, a region in the Sudan, has 255 pyramids. Twice the number in Egypt. Twice the number that is in Egypt. I'm getting fucking high. Are you high? I hope you're high. I hope you're enjoying this. So they have 255 pyramids. That's twice the number of pyramids that are in Egypt. Okay? After ruling Egypt's 25th dynasty. Why am I doing this hand thing? I don't know. I'm not a rapper. Don't do that shit. <laughs> okay. Twice. <laughs> Sorry. So <clears throat> after running... Sorry, after ruling Egypt's 25th dynasty, dynasty, the Nubian pharaohs fled to the Sudan and formed the, I think this is how you pronounce it, the Kushite Kingdom, or the Kushite Kingdom, incorporating the Egypt culture in their new city. And I guess they built a shit ton of fucking pyramids. So Egypt, even though they're known for their pyramids, is not the place with the most pyramids. And I bet you, if you went to the Sudan and checked these guys out in, uh, where was it? <laughs> in the Sudan. That's what I just said, I think. <laughs> Fuck, I'm high. Okay, so yeah, if you went there, you probably wouldn't be bothered by tourists because most people think that, like, pyramids, Egypt, right? Do for real fact number three. So here's, we're going along the lines of the pyramids. Check this shit out. So there was an ancient Inca town that rests on the, there is an ancient Inca Inca, motherfucker. <laughs> there is an ancient Inca town that rests on the top of two fault lines in Peru. That means, oh, what is it? Machu Picchu. That's the mountain. It's Machu Picchu. So Machu Picchu, the ancient Inca town that rests on two of the fault lines in Peru. That means that earthquakes were an expected event. The Incans created a brilliant engineering technique called ashlar masonry, where rocks are cut to fit perfectly together without mortar. This allowed the stones to move in its place during an earthquake before settling back in their original positions. Dude! I'm telling you. There's some... I know I just yelled that, and the audio's probably fucked up. <laughs> but, yeah, there's, like, it's... It, we knew shit before we knew shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's better to take the fucking 
middle road instead of always trying to take a side. You gotta be open to fucking learning. That's all I'm saying. That's that's all I gotta say. You can't just... I feel like it's unhelpful. I shouldn't say you can't because you can do whatever the fuck you want. But it's unhelpful to you, your mentality, to how you live, to be married to one thing or another, I guess is what I'm saying. And thank you to Takeshi69 for showing me that. <laughs> I don't know. That's where I got to this week. <laughs> Those are my thoughts off the stem. I hope you enjoyed the sesh. I hope you come back next week with me, Justin Baroni, on Thoughts Off the Stem at Friday on Friday, God damn it, on Friday at 4.20 p.m. on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, YouTube, Good Pods, Podchaser, Pandora, I don't know, man, wherever you get a podcast, it's out there, I'm out there, I'm just trying to spread the love, that's all I'm trying to do, Don't forget to, to visit uh, tots420.com for the latest episodes because every episode that goes out comes up on there first. You can check out the links for the YouTube channel. Subscribe if you're watching this. Uh, hit the like button. Leave a review. Leave a comment. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you want to hear. Um, yeah, I just want to spread the love, dude. That's all I want to do. Dude. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right. Um, while you're on Tots420.com, don't forget to, to check out the merch. This is an old shirt, but there's new stuff out there. It's awesome. You can pick up a hat. A couple hats, actually. You can pick up a mug. There's a mug. I should get a mug. Uh, don't forget to check out, uh, what else? The Weed Facts. I'll have those up on there. Tots420.com on the Weed Facts in the menu. Uh, Do For Real Facts, also in the menu. Don't forget to, again, Tots420 shop uh, in the menu, <laughs> Tots420.com. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> donate. If you like what I'm doing and if you want to support an independent creative artist, I guess you could call me at this point, um, please support the podcast. Donate at the link at Tots420.com. There's a buy me a coffee link in the menu. Um, yeah, if not... I just hope you enjoy this shit, man. Uh, what else? Check out the affiliates link because you can check out some awesome dab rigs, some wicked pipes, bongs, uh, all kinds of glassware for, as they say, the connoisseur at I sell glass. Uh, again, tots420.com, the uh, affiliate link in the menu, and use the code TOTS420. TOTS T-O-T-S is capitals, 420s are numbered. 420 is numbers. Use that at checkout and you'll save yourself, I think it's 20, 20%. Yeah. Until next time, keep your lids low, baby. <laughs>